turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning, and welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your co-host and brother, Jams. I'm your co-host and sister, Melissa. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for the latest episode of this podcast where we talk about weird, obscure cartoons that you feel like only you remember, except for this episode, (laughs) where we couldn't really do a cartoon podcast without paying homage to the greats. Uh, yes and this is the first of that this is a saturday morning giant uh we are (laughs) going to be talking about uh jackie chan adventures today that's the perfect title for this run of episodes i had a lot a hard time trying to figure out what it would be yeah i thought it was gonna be like a showcase or or what have you but i thought of that today a saturday morning giant (laughs) and you may be asking yourselves they might be giants and we're here to confirm absolutely yes they are yes, giants. 100%. They are indeed giant. Jackie Chan, 10 foot tall man. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, when they filmed uh, Shanghai Noon, they had to put Owen Wilson very close to the camera to make it look like he and yes. Jackie Chan are similar heights. Every Jackie Chan movie is in forced perspective and you can't tell me <laughs> You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, mm. Mel, Mel, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm eating a pizza. Can't complain. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll do good. Let's, let's do our, uh, before we get into Jackie Chan, we'll do our segment, What's New Scooby-Doo, where we talk mm-hmm. about any new media or cartoons we've been ingesting. Uh, Mel, what's new Scooby-Doo with you? I have been revisiting Pushing Daisies. Hell uh, Yeah. A live-action television program, but one of the most colorful, outlandish programs you could imagine. Practically a cartoon. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching Halt and Catch Fire for the Review Show podcast, and uh, I'm burning through it so quickly. I'm like, you have to slow down. You have to pace (laughs) the pace. Please stop before you watch it too fast. Take a break and watch Pushing Daisies fair it's such a fun show I, I i got to the end and i was so upset that that's it i think maybe they wrote some comics after that to sort of oh. continue the story but yeah it, just two seasons comics. two quick seasons and then it was out like a, a beautiful angel it flew away i honestly it kind of feels Maybe those are two seasons, just like how Gravity Falls is two seasons. Like, that's how many there needed to be, and that's how many there are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, there's... Just, we have to deal with that. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen the final episode before, or if I did, it was like 15 years ago, and I barely remember it. But it does end with this, like, very rushed sort of uh, <laughs> final narration, like, and then all these things happened in their lives. Trust us, they happened. I know we're just narrating over just the, the, the characters standing around, but then they did go on and they did do these things. And uh, don't think of it like an ending. Think of it like a beginning. Okay, goodbye. Thank you for watching Pushing Daisies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nothing Nothing beats an ending like that. Congratulations. <laughs> it's. It was... <laughs> A pushed daisy. <laughs> we finished pushing it. The pie was made and the daisy was pushed. 
Well, that's How great. About that's you? uh that's an amazing show. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been watching? Uh so I'm getting ready to move. This is actually the fa- the, the the fast, the last uh mm. recording uh session we will have until I'm at my new uh apartment. Um so I'm trying not to ingest too much new media. Okay. Uh, so that I'm not like spending more time watching that than I am packing. But, yeah, that's good. That's smart. Yeah, but I am rewatching and uh, catching up with uh, Haikyuu. Ah, did you ever watch Haikyuu? Are you familiar with it at all? Uh, d- a couple episodes was shown to me. I I respected the thing, but had trouble getting into it. I have to admit. Okay, so you don't you don't like good be- uh, volleyball boys, is what you're saying? Like you I appreciated them, but it was just like a lot of boys to keep straight, and I I wasn't. S- super jazzed about the volleyball okay. like i get that that's the premise it is volleyball <laughs> yeah but i don't know it, i can't i can't sports anime i don't think is for me sports is a genre of entertainment uh, i don't believe works on me very often what did uh do you remember uh shaolin soccer i think it was the stephen chow movie yeah, yeah, I remember when the lady pushes the car into the tiny parking spot. But you don't remember the you don't you didn't like that. Movie, I don't I don't remember. Saying. I'm saying I don't remember the soccer. I remember that. That was the important oh, okay. part to me. She can push a car into a parking spot without having to parallel park it. The dream we all have. I do not remember a, a minute of the soccer that was not in the trailer. Yeah, and honestly, that's one of the best parts of that trailer. I won't fault you for that. Uh, but to to get back down into it, Haikyuu is one of those animes that I've learned about by uh, from Jake Mason, uh, one of mm. the many animes that he loves and adores, and I now adore it as well. I couldn't not love these wonderful boys <laughs> that uh, just want to do good at volleyball. Uh, <laughs> I understand that. Uh, Jake Mason is quite a tastemaker. One of these days, I'm going to have to watch Black Sails to get to that one episode of Black Sails he keeps talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's uh, what I'm catching up on right now. Uh, on the other side, I have been playing this game in my idle time uh, on like lunch at work um, <laughs> called If Found. Oh, uh, which I wasn't really into at first, but now I'm getting into it. It's from this uh, publishing studio called Annapurna Interactive that has done nothing but bangers in the video games uh-huh. world. Uh-huh. Uh, they did, like, What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, okay. Outer, Outer Wilds is one of theirs. Uh, Abzu, Journey. Uh, they release nothing, or they, they produce and release nothing but... Uh, I guess publish is the right word. Nothing but extremely good story games. Uh, and I didn't know about them until I was just like, oh, I've seen that name multiple times because I've keep, I've played five of their games in a row without realizing <laughs> it. Uh, and their latest game, uh, If Found, is kind of like a 90s uh, LGBTQ plus coming of age story. Oh. With like some trauma and mm. some uh, sci-fi and black holes uh, thrown in, wow! Uh, and you progress through the game just by like 
looking back on old journal entries and erasing them. And you don't know mm. why you're erasing them yet. At least I don't yet. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to like it at first because I just was erasing stuff as I was going on and I wasn't really getting any like, there needs to be a good amount of gameplay equal with the story to make it feel good. And it's just now reaching that point. Otherwise, I was just like, this is mostly story with a little bit of like interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like it so far. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's that's my what's new Scooby-Doo. Uh, we have a lot to talk about with Jackie Jack yes. Adventures. Yes. Um, should we talk about our history for it before we get to the intro? Yeah, I remember liking the show a lot. I would yeah. watch this every week. I remember having a slumber party at a friend's house and I wake up like the next morning and it was like a Friday night slumber party. So I wake up the next morning and like I glance at the clock and I'm like, this is what I win. I would be watching Jackie Chan adventures if I was at my own house. <laughs> this is Jackie time. <laughs> Why am I not at home in time for Jackie time? <laughs> I think I knew you were recording it. I could watch it later. But like I knew and like I told the kids, like they would be impressed that I memorized the kids WB <laughs> time slots. Uh, if they weren't, they're fools. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Chan Adventures was definitely, I mean, it really is just a Saturday morning giant. Mm-hmm. Everything about that show is, has such good polish and writing and story development. Everything is, is just so good about it, including mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, the purest human on earth. <laughs> Yeah, I've always appreciated the little "Hey Jackie" bits at the ends of the episodes, yeah. where he just answers like a a silly question from kids, like his favorite chunk food. Hey Jackie, what's your favorite animal? <laughs> and, and he just gives like a very like passion, like, like little blurb about like I really like this animal, and this is why. Or like he's they so... you know, they ask him about junk food, he's like I really like ice cream, and this is ice cream is so good. <laughs> so excited about everything i think on the last episode we watched the little voiceover goes hey jackie and he turns around and he goes yes he's ready he's ready to talk to you yes what can i do for you do you want to talk about ice cream more <laughs> uh but yeah let's uh go ahead and watch the season one intro there's an intro uh taylor made for every series every season mm-hmm. it changes uh, it shows pictures of like the bad guys and like the thing they're searching for every season to collect and and their allies and stuff like that. So that changes every season. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to watch the season one intro. All right. So this is the part of the show where we'll be walking through the intro. The intro is about 44 seconds long and we'll be watching it simultaneously. So if you want to watch it with us in real time, uh, you can hit play on your video uh, when I say play. In three, two, one, play. This is one of the finest theme songs in the game. It's so energetic. It makes me excited to do anything. Yeah, it it's really just so good. God, all these villains. I'm so excited to talk about these villains. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole uh, moment to talk about all these, all the good villains. I love how it keeps changing between animated Jackie and, and real Jackie. <laughs> like these are things he's had to endure. Yeah, like don't forget, this is Jackie Chan. 
You know yeah. from movies. From movies. This is Jackie Chan. <laughs> uh, and we get like Mini a nice little thing about the uh, creators at the end, which is nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it time for us to meet the Deets? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and meet the Deets. <laughs> Let me pull up the information tab. Okay. The name of the show, Jackie Chan Adventures, was created by John Rogers, Dwayne Capizzi, uh, Jeff Klein, uh, and there were 95 episodes out of five seasons. Uh, the show ran from 2000 to 2005. The country of origin was USA and also originated in Hong Kong. Uh, the production company, there's a few. Uh, the JC Group, which is just Jackie Chan's uh, company. Mm. Uh, Blue Train Entertainment. Adelaide Productions. And Sony uh, Pictures Television. I'll talk about Adelaide Productions in a second. Mm. Uh, the original channel was the WB. Yeah. Uh, popular voice actors. Uh, playing Jackie Chan when he's not himself live on screen uh, is uh, James C. Uh, playing some of the uh, the mooks, uh, the enforcers in the show, uh, Clancy Brown. <laughs> uh, the one of the best in the game at playing a mook or enforcer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Clancy Brown, Adam Baldwin, you may know him from Firefly. Mm -hmm. uh, and John DiMaggio plays uh, Hawk Fu in season two. Oh, okay. Season two on, I should say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to talk real quick about Adelaide Productions. Yeah. Uh, because it shares some of the names from the creators. Uh, Jeff Klein and Juan Cap and Dwayne uh, Capizzi. You may know those names as the cre the co-creators of the Men in Black TV show. Oh, that makes well, sense. These two cartoons look similar in my mind's eye. And, and Jeff Klein specifically was also... Uh, co-creator on Extreme Ghostbusters, uh, Godzilla, Ooh. the animated series. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's done a lot. Max Steel. They, yeah, they've done a lot of stuff. The studio also went on to do, like, this, this, uh, the Spider-Man, like, the new Spider-Man series. Uh, oh. And stuff like that. The Spectacular Spider-Man, Boondocks. Uh, mm. They've done a lot of those kinds of shows. Wow. Um, as far as the voice, voice actors go, uh, James C., uh, you may know as he plays pretty much whenever Jackie Chan uh, can't do a role, he <laughs> will play that role later. Like he did it for like Kung Fu Panda in like oh! some of the TV shows. He oh, played okay, Monkey. yeah, yes. And you may also know him in one of his largest roles ever, which is the Cabbage Merchant in Avatar: Last Airbender. Iconic! Wow, Iconic. he is the one that says my cabbages. That's that's Jackie Chan. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Clancy Brown. Yeah. Clancy Brown, Adam Baldwin, John DiMaggio. Classics. Adam Baldwin, I don't see doing a lot of voice acting. No, I think is... this is the only time I've heard of him doing a voice role. Yeah. He, I think he, he does like video games more, than, more often oh, than okay. not. Oh, okay. See, I would not know those. But yeah, it is very nice to hear him. Uh not being uh jane on like serenity and stuff like that mm. uh but yeah that those are the facts let's get into the guts of jackie <laughs> chan <laughs> oh dear oh no let's purge the skeletal structure of this show it starts out as just an indiana jones uh oh, it's just we should say which episodes we're watching yes yes we watched uh i don't know the numbers offhand but we did say it in a previous episode but we watched the first episode 
we watched, I think, the second to last episode of season one, the one with the uh, uh, the tiger one, which is like uh, the, the, the ti- yin, yeah, the yin yeah, we watched talisman. Uh, one one, the dark hand, one twelve, the tiger and the pussycat, and two two, the J team. The J team, yes, those were the episodes we watched and are basing our del- uh, deliberations on. Um, yes, but yeah, uh, starting in episode one, cold open just starts with an Indiana Jones plot. Yeah, uh, it just starts with Jackie Chan and a group of explorers that we will never see again. Uh, <laughs> no getting into this like old ancient temple where they find a shield they're in a bavarian which... castle ah, which bavarian was of castle. note to me because it felt uh close to dr doom territory he's um oh what's the name of dr doom's he's in latveria latveria that's it i guess that is bavaria latveria that is pretty cool yeah. i never put that together um but yeah they the the only thing they can recover from this big treasure hoard they find uh, is the shield that has a, a strange uh, octagonal, yes, octagonal, hexagonal? I can't remember how, right now. How many sides? I can't, I can't remember. En- enough. It has enough sides. It's enough a shape. Sides. It's a shape you've seen. You look at the shape, you know it. <laughs> right. You see, they, they didn't invent a new shape for this yeah. show. Yeah. Is the shape of a talisman. <laughs> as we'll find out shortly. Uh, and the temple starts to collapse. Uh, we get cat- Jackie's, one of his catchphrases, bad day, bad day, bad day. Oh, it was, he... go- it was good to hear that again. Right. Every yeah, time I... one of the catchphrases came up, it was like getting a hug. Yeah, it was like seeing an old friend, honestly. This show is just, I just want to say it's really good. Five seasons it... of the show, all all good. Maybe Peter's out towards the end, like any good show would, but it's these first few seasons are fantastic. Yeah, I have, don't think I've seen this since it was airing. I remembered yeah. it fondly, and I remembered like these catchphrases and a couple individual moments, but a lot of this was like watching it brand new with new adult eyes, and it really holds up as a strong action adventure show. Yeah, it's a shame that the show isn't uh like on any streaming streaming services not behind a paywall right now Mm -hmm. uh because it would definitely get another uh big splurge like avatar the last airbender is getting right now yeah Uh, but yeah we had to i have these on my amazon account because i bought them when i worked at the comic shop so we could watch jackie chan adventures in the background but yeah so jackie recovers the shield and we meet uncle a character Based on no one, I think. <laughs> uh, you, you mean to tell me this is not a real uncle Jackie Chan has? Yeah, we should say that the Jackie Chan in the show is not based on real Jackie Chan beyond his name and his ability to put up a good fight. <laughs> yeah, I think it is only this. I don't believe that the Jackie Chan of our world uh, knows anything about archaeology. Yeah. Uh, so, and the voice actor for... Uh, uncle is a sob shimono which i was mm-hmm. looking through it's not that he's done nothing it's that he's just not done a lot of small stuff that uh, name sounds familiar you may know him as mr sparkle from the simpsons hey uh that's the only thing i could really find uh he's on the he's been on the x-files like oh not, not too much honestly what episode um, of the x-files 
Oh, I, uh, he's, I've already scrolled past. It's lost to all time. That's okay. I'll uh, imagine. Oh, he, on, I'm going to mess this up. Excelsis Dea? Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't say what season or anything. It's on that one. Okay. That helps me place it. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, he's on MASH for a couple rolls, too. I love, ah. love to see a MASH roll. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we meet Uncle, who uh, is supposedly his just just his uncle or his great uncle he just calls him uncle uh yeah he runs... it is it is unclear i do love any story that has a vague older relative where you do not know exactly how they are related to you just that they are family and you must love them what are some other examples of that i can't think of anything uh grandmama adams oh yeah i forget exactly in which variant of the adams family narrative it's in but there's one where they joke about how they're not sure whose grandmama she is That's like whose, whose side she's on maybe it's in the adams family stage musical or the new <laughs> animated movie it's one of them she's just here to help right just, yeah just, we don't, it doesn't matter whose mom she is she loves just, us just here to be a grandma just doing yeah. grandma stuff yeah, like these kids uh, arrived in the world and the need for a grandma arose and she came. What else could you do? Right. <laughs> she was summoned here. Uh, Uncle's purpose in the show is not to be the lovable character. He is more <laughs> like the plot device, if anything. He ke- he kind of keeps the game, the, the show running uh, by saying, uh, oh, that thing you found? Definitely magical. Uh, definitely could unleash uh, an ancient demon. Here's how you don't do that. Oops, you lost it. The bad guys have it. We got to go get that now. Otherwise, this yeah. will happen. That's kind of yeah, what um- he does every episode. <laughs> Uncle is the brains of the operation, and he's just there to judge Jackie and tell him what to do. Yeah, he is of indeterminate age, so he could be, he's probably over 100 uh, based on some <laughs> of the stuff he says uh, and does. Um <laughs> But he runs this antiquity shop that uh, Jackie helps him run. Jackie is a, uh, we should have mentioned he's an archaeologist in the show. Yes. Uh, And he just does archaeology. And the fact that he knows Kung Fu is just a a thumb note. Uh, (laughs) It's it's a hobby. It's just something he happens to be remarkably good at. Exactly. He does like, I don't care that I can kill any man I could touch. But I (laughs) want to know about dinosaurs. Right, I will, all I want to do is find old pottery. Exactly. Uh, which is such a fun character. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Uncle is taking a look at the shield and the talisman uh, in it that Jackie found. Um, and he's like, uh, listing a bunch of things. And we get Uncle's catchphrase, one more thing. One uh, more thing. One over more and over thing. again. Never gets old. Or at least did no. not get old to me as a child or now as an adult watching three episodes. It didn't get old to you even when you got old. <laughs> right. This is what we'll all grow up to be. Exactly. Uh, and, he, and his last one more thing is like, oh, your niece is in town. She lives here now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is your niece. She will be living with you for a year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jackie has never heard of this girl. Her name is Jade. She's about 10, I, I think. Uh, and she's the daughter of a cousin back in Hong Kong. So not a niece is, uh, we may traditionally use the word in our family, but niece, niece is what they call her. Yeah. 
yeah, neither of them know that she's there. And at first, she's very quiet, and he's like, "Oh, no English," and and uh, starts speaking Chinese to her. Uh, but before she can say anything, uh, three special boys <laughs> walk into <laughs> Uncle's antique shop. Mel, do you want to t- talk about these boys? Yes. When I saw these villains again, I was so excited. I remember really liking them as a kid, and I'm writing down notes for these episodes. And I realized halfway through the second episode we watched, I do not know these guys' names. Yeah, I had to look it up. Like, I, not even that I know that I knew them once and I forgot. I had no idea. So I looked up, you know, the Wikipedia page for this show, which had a detailed bio of every character. And I look at their names and I realize I must never have known them because each of these was a surprise. I, I remembered Ratso and Finn. I didn't remember Chow. I gotta say, another thing that, something that stuck with me about these henchmen is that, okay, Chow, Chow has these giant glasses that block out his eyes. You can't see his eyes. Uh, Ratso, his skin tone is green? Yeah. He is, he's, he's, he's like green. a Frankenstein. Right, and Chow, in, in, um, not Ch- uh, and Finn, in certain lighting, not all the time, his skin tone looks almost gray. And so as a kid, I was never sure if these characters were human. <laughs> I, I thought they might have been ghouls. There are there is a later season where I think uh, demons are the bad guys of the sh- of the season and they do get turned to like demi demons uh, for a little while. So you're not off. Yes. too Far off. Yes. <laughs> they, they became ghouls, but they were not ghouls to begin with. On the inside. I, right. I thought we had a Frankenstein and a bug man and like a, a zombie in a disco suit. Like that's when he died. And that's why he's still wearing that. This is what I sincerely thought at like age 12. Yeah. Have, <laughs> so I, so I need Finn, to... Finn is the disco suit. Uh, mm-hmm. Ratso is the kind Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> and, and Chow is the glasses leather jacket. Yeah. So I looked them up uh, to learn their names and also to confirm that they were human. I need to read you the full bios from these guys off of Wikipedia. I promise this is worth it. Please proceed. Ratso, a nerdy strong man who acts somewhat childish, dim-witted, and has a fondness of toys, baseball, and grilled cheese sandwiches. He wears a bandage across his nose as a fashion statement and studied theoretical physics before joining the Enforcers. No, no he didn't. No. When does this come up? I don't know. Like, some of these facts are cited, but not all of them. When he was a dark chi warrior in season three, he inherited the mantle of Chu. When uh, infused with fire demon chi by Drago, he could generate fire from his hands. When the monkey talisman affected him, he was usually mutated into a rat, which is fitting based on his name. In season two, episode one, Chow mutated him into a walrus by accident and reverted him. Yep. He has an unnamed sister and a young nephew named Rocco, who is his sister's son and is unaware of his uncle's criminal career. That's wholesome. That's very good. I, Ratso is Adam Baldwin's character. Okay. Uh, and he, he's, I think he is my favorite of the three enforcers. I I think I always like Finn. I like him more as an adult because I realized how much he looks like the monarch. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> we have another lost venture brother. He's all the way over here. Let's read about Finn. Uh, sure. Finn, an Irish American comedian and the brains, or at least the most intelligent of the dark hand enforcers after Toru's defection. He is a 1970s fanatic and sang disco at weddings before joining the Dark Hand. Along with the other two recurring enforcers and Hawk Fu, he worked for Shindu, Valmont, Daolon Wong, Terracudu, and Drago shortly. He commonly and playfully refers to Valmont as Big V and Little V when he is reduced to a child, and Shindu <laughs> as Shindude. When a dragon... He has the ability to shoot fire from his fingers. As a, as a dark chi warrior, he assumes the mantle of his predecessor, Ren. I remember none of this mythological stuff. They keep mentioning all these powers and all these enemies that I don't remember. All I know is I love starting a sentence with the phrase, win a dragon. <laughs> also, he's, he, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> He has a young nephew named Frank, who is unaware of his uncle's criminal career. Do they all have nephews? Does Chow have a nephew who doesn't yes. know he's a criminal? Yes, yes, yes. Chow, of Asian descent, most likely Chinese, for in season two, episode three, he's able to read a riddle in Chinese. He is the shortest and youngest member of the group. His trademark is a pair of yellow-orange sunglasses, which are actually eyeglasses, and he worked at a store called Sunglasses Shack, where he was Employee of the Month three times before joining the Dark Hand. He would be. When he was a dark chi warrior in season three, he inherited the mantle of Gon. He gained the ability to shoot fire from his eyes. <laughs> I, what cracks me up about these bios is that it is this preposterous, fantastical magic powers stuff, and then also like foods they like and their old jobs. Like all of this is presented. In the same factual tone. Uh, he has a fear of flying, heights, space travel, and a lot of other things. He has a young nephew named Charlie, who is unaware of his uncle's crime life. What? Was there an episode <laughs> where all their nephews, they had to all watch their nephews and keep it a secret from them? There's no there, other explanation. <laughs> there must have been. They keep mentioning the nephews, but they don't cite what that episode is. So now I have to go find this. <laughs> we uh, will definitely come back to this show. Yes. There's, there's no way we can't. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll definitely maybe just do an episode about their episodes, about learning more about them. God, absolutely. They are the, the best part of this series. I also quite like Valmont. Uh, the main villain mm -hmm. because gonna, he is hmm? we're gonna meet Velmont in a little bit and he suffers yeah. uh, tragically from evil man face <laughs> where his his face kind of just his cheekbones go all the way up <laughs> and just when it comes down it just turns into a big chin y yeah uh, I love Velmont he looks like Maximilian Pegasus and Lucius Malfoy together yeah definitely and acts like it the only specific episode of this show that I remembered over the years is the one where he becomes a child. <laughs> I, I didn't want to rewatch that one again. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this show, not, it puts so much uh, loving care into writing out its villains and its like yeah. henchmen as much as it does into its heroes. Uh, and that just makes the mark of a great uh, Saturday Morning Giant. That's Yeah, and I'm happy that uh, this show knows its place in like the... Uh, action movie sphere as well and yeah. gave you these really fascinating fun henchmen to keep following yeah there's uh we've gotten an action sequence so far in the escape but there is like at least two fight scenes every episode uh like a final boss fight scene there's a lot of action packed into the show and a good amount of like character development and comedy it's just mm-hmm. an incredible show um let's <laughs> i i would say the the one fault i have with it and i believe this might be the trade-off for getting such detailed fight choreography is that the backgrounds are very minimalist <laughs> yeah i took i wrote this down somewhere uh yeah the backgrounds are like scribbles with like blocked colors underneath them yeah it, it kind of works um it's definitely like an artistic touch and it definitely yeah. explains how they were able to like kind of knock this show out so quick. Yeah, I don't I don't different areas. I don't dislike it, but yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen San Francisco more lovingly painted or whatever globe trotting location they are going to. San Francisco. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh let's go ahead and get through the rest of this first episode cuz not all, not too much happens. Um, yeah, it's set up. So, yeah, uh, Ratso, Finn, and Chow show up uh, because the organization that Valmont, uh, secretly Shindu controlling Valmont, uh, they do is they kind of like steal old antiques and sell them on the black market. Mm-hmm. Except Shindu uh, is an evil uh, dragon, uh, an evil ancient dragon whose power was turned into talismans, which now litter the globe. Uh, and he needs all of them back so he can become whole again. Yeah, right now he's a, a spirit in a statue that yells at Valmont in his office. Yeah, uh, In Valmont's office. They did not build an office for the statue. He, like, <laughs> hangs over Valmont's desk uh, and yells at him. That's and season six. <laughs> yeah, and there's these 12 talismans that each have a symbol of one of the animals of the Zodiac. Yes, and each of those talismans have a different power that's for the most part related to the animal. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little buck wild. Mm. Um, uh, so Ratso, Finn, and Chow work for Valmont. They're here to collect the shield. Uh, Jackie lies, says that he he's already taken the shield to the museum. And they're like, well, why don't you take it back? You could do that, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. your niece would... would uh, we're going we're gonna to hurt your niece if you don't, pretty much. <laughs> He says them more delicately than that, but I can't remember. Um, mm. And they leave, and he like starts roof hopping to follow them mm. uh, all the way back to their evil business tower. And oh no, wait, this is uh, they get into a fight because he accidentally, while he's roof hopping, he falls from like a drain pipe onto their car, and then just starts <laughs> like buff, like buffing out, like oh that'll come right out, that'll come right out, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then they have a fight in a park where his his weapons are windshield wipers that he steals off a car. Yeah, uh, he just has a windshield wiper fight. Uh, <laughs> that classic Jackie Chan found object crime fighting. Honestly, my favorite kind of crime fighting. 
<laughs> next, uh, so the battle, Jackie wins. They run the the enforcers run off. I'm just going to call them the boys. Uh, yeah, the boys. The show calls them the enforcer, but they're the boys. The boys run <laughs> off, uh, and Jackie gets knocked out. And when he wakes up, he's in a secret underground uh, mil- military base called Section Thirteen. Uh, and his old friend Augustus Black, now Captain Black, of this whole military section, wants his help fighting the the Dark Hand and stopping them from taking these talismans, even though they won't admit that magic is real. They just don't <laughs> want them to have these priceless talismans. Yeah, yeah. And Jade, uh, <laughs> the first time Jade, yeah, Jade just comes on the scene. Yeah, we have not seen Jade in like the last five minutes, which is enough time for her to get into mischief. And so Jackie's talking to Augustus Black in like the Section 13, like underground base. And Jade just rides in on a moped. We don't know where she got this moped. Yeah, and she just like snatches Jackie up and in English uh, starts saying, we have to get you out of here. I can't believe they kidnapped you. And Jackie's just flabbergasted like one, you speak English. Two, you followed me three where'd you get this moped uh he turns the moped off using the moped's easy on off switch as all mopeds have and uh we find out that jade has this amazing ability to uh <laughs> lie cheat and sneak her way into anywhere she wants to be yes and no one can stop her jade is a pure agent of chaos I always looked up to her as a child, and I still look up to her now as an adult. Uh, Jade's voice actress, uh, Stacey Chan, uh, hasn't really done anything. She mostly did this role. Um, And I don't think she's actually related to Jackie Chan anyway. I tried to do a little bit of research. Hmm. Couldn't find anything connecting the two of them. Very common name. Yeah, just a coincidence. Um, And so, yeah, uh, (laughs) there is a constant back and forth in this show. Uh, where Jackie tells Jade to stay here or stay with an adult, and she does not. Yeah. Uh, for the entirety of the show, all five seasons, this happens. <laughs> and there's also, it's a bit in this episode, and I seem to remember that she would pull it out frequently. Whenever she would get into a place where she wasn't supposed to be, somebody would ask her how she got there, and she'd be like, I took the stairs. I took the stairs. Uh, we also get the line where she, where she's like, Jackie's like, mate, promise me you won't move, and she'll say, scout's honor, uh, mm-hmm. then he'll walk away, and she'll like, psh, I was never a scout. Yeah! And I think that joke carries on for the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what happens next? At some point when we're talking to the, in some point in the dark hand scenes, we meet Toru, who's also oh. important, who we mm. need to talk about. Toru uh, is literally 10 feet tall. Yeah. He's huge. He's the He's size a- of one Jackie Chan. he's a large uh man built like a sumo wrestler and i had remembered incorrectly i thought he was like this strong silent type where he never spoke Um, you know he just let his fists do the talking for him and it wasn't until way later that you find out that he he can uh speak quite eloquently no he's talking immediately so i don't know what i was thinking of he is mostly silent. Like, that's not entirely untrue. Mm-hmm. He is a, a very quiet guy, but not a very silent guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's very menacing, 
And uh, spoilers, at the end of season one, he switches sides. Yes. Uh, and he's he's just an amazing, wholesome character for the rest of the show. Yeah, uh, he just helps Uncle. <laughs> yeah, he helps Uncle. He, he makes tea for him. Uh, Uncle, like, takes him, like, as, a, like, an understudy. Uh, and, An like, apprentice? He, sure. Uh, <laughs> no, they have a play coming up. And he's going to play him. If they what can't get role uncle. could possibly be played by both of them? The narrator. <laughs> right, yeah. The, the narrator of our town. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he once he switches sides, he's, he's lovable and wholesome, and I can't wait uh, watching mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how do they get to... Oh, I think um, Toru kidnaps Uncle uh, and the and the sh- or kidnaps Uncle uh, and says, "Meet me at Evil Bad Guy Tower." Uh, yeah, or lose your uncle. Um, <laughs> and him and Jade show up. Jade is not supposed to be there. Shows up anyway. Uh, they find the shield, take it back to the Dark Hand, uh, and they meet on the tower. And then Jade sneaks up uh, and. Jackie tosses the shield over to Toru, over his head, into Jay's hands, and Uncle, uh, like, runs away or something. Mm. Uh, and then uh, ninjas appear. <laughs> <laughs> As frequently happens on this show. We we are introduced to the Shadow Khan, which are controlled by Shindu, mm. uh, who were just kind of, like, mist ninjas. Uh, yeah. They're just, like, like mist, like, like, uh, like demon mooks uh <laughs> that are just like ninjas that fight uh in mass numbers uh and then just disappear into smoke um and they're the constant mook for the entirety of the show they're the putties yeah yeah exactly uh i think they call them mooks on the morphing grid so i can't i'm just, just mooks now. <laughs> no it's it's a fitting word i understand what you mean yeah uh so they have an evil ninja fight versus many to come and they uh get the shield down to like the bottom of the evil bad guy tower the bottom of uh doofenshmirtz evil incorporated (laughs) and uh they hand over the shield and jade pulls out the rock that was in the middle and they find out that the talisman is the most important thing Mm. and that ensues the entire show we gotta catch catch all these talismans uh, before the evil the evil guys do, otherwise bad dragon times. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, d- they do eventually fail, and then like Shindu gets all the talismans, and then I think he releases these other gods, and then they have to stop each god. There's always a series of MacGuffins for every season. Exactly. There's always a collectible, uh, and there's always <laughs> like a new bad guy. Uh, See this... which one you get in your Happy Meal. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that is... Like, I don't remember there are a lot of toys for the show, but that is like a toyetic approach to storytelling. Yeah. One, that can work when written well, uh, and and two, can be sold as toys. Mm. Uh, if you introduce a new villain every season, there's a new toy that the kid will want. Uh, if there's something to collect or something for the kids to buy and collect, uh, it helps It helps shows going. Because unfortunately, that's what sells cartoons is toys. Uh, yeah. Which is what the this is a long-running problem this is how cartoons used to be standardized when first introduced and mass uh popularized in like the 70s and 80s it had to have toys nowadays that's less the issue Uh, yeah but 
that still does unfortunately does come up yeah like i know i've heard of plenty of shows it's like we couldn't figure out how to sell toys for generator rex and that's why it's not around anymore exactly yeah on to episode 12 they've caught a lot of different uh talismans and this episode starts with a pie eating contest we, and we don't know where this pie eating contest is because I no. believe the main the, the bulk of the show takes place in San Francisco and they are uh, in some little country town it seems like somewhere and they're getting ready for a pie eating contest because they think the tiger talisman is going to be in one of the pies and so Jackie's just going around like sticking his hand into all these pies like the the pies before the contest are just left open on a large table with no supervision against tampering you can't just poisoned. go around and stick your hand in there uh, yeah, so, like, the the contest starts some... I don't know how this talisman got into a pie. I don't remember. I, did, <laughs> I didn't it doesn't, write that no, it down. Doesn't, it doesn't tell us. It starts the episode, and the talisman is in a pie. And you just have to accept <laughs> that fact. This isn't the kind of show where that was set up in the previous episode. Look, you just kids, have to know. Kids, it's time that you learn that growing up, sometimes in life, your talisman is just in a pie. <laughs> That's what American Pie was all about. He's trying to find a talisman. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's the subtext. Uh, uh, so they start the fighting contest, and the only competitor is an old man who has to take out his teeth and take uh, his teeth in and out to compete. Uh, until Toru steps up to the table and proceeds to eat 47 pies. Yeah, he wins. Uh, Of course. He doesn't get the talisman. Uh, The old man uh, has a crunchy bit of pie and pulls the talisman out of his mouth. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Jackie and Jade run off with it. And Toru goes to stop them. And he's like, no, you won the contest. Stay. Rejoice. (laughs) We have to take your picture, sir. Exactly. We gotta do. We gotta do press. Mm. So the old man is—he's uh, so strong. His fake teeth are so strong that he's bitten the talisman into two parts, split like a like a yin yang symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they take that back. And like Uncle's looking at it. Uh, Jade's super jazzed for Chinese New Year coming up, mostly just because it means sweets. Uh, Uncle's talking about the tiger talisman and how this is supposed to give you balance spiritual balance this is one of the ones that is not really related to the animal yeah yeah (laughs) this is a bit of a stretch it's a a siberian tiger uh on the talisman with the black and white stripes so uncle gives us the whole john locke backgammon speech about like there is light there is dark inside all of us yeah John Locke, the character, not the philosopher, that is. Yeah, I don't know if he ever had anything to say about backgammon. Yeah. Uh, And so Jackie is is walking around looking at the talisman, uh, and then it splits into two even more, and then it glows. Also, I Mm. also want to point out, every time a talisman is on screen, there is a different, there's there's its own background music. Oh! And I really like, I really like that. Uh... I think that's true in season two with the Panku boxes. They have their own underscore yeah. where a new one comes on screen. So Jackie wakes up and he's like, oh no, where's the other half of the talisman? I only have half and starts looking around for it. And we find out 
uh, that there's another Jackie that stands up and is like, where's the other half of the talisman? And but we've is, split Jackie into twain. Yeah, Jackie just thinks he's in the Marx Brothers mirror gag. He exactly. sees himself through a doorway and he's like, oh, it's a mirror. Uncle put a mirror there. That's me. But yeah, there is Jackie Light and Jackie Dark. Yeah. Uh, when, Jackie when they Dark... Say, when they point at when they say Jackie Light in the subtitles, it's L I T E, like he's a Good. marketing campaign. <laughs> Good, that's what I wrote down. I wrote him down like a diet soda. Exactly. Yeah, Jackie Light and Jackie Dark. Jackie Light is just very like, like colon three, like just like yeah. very like sweets. Like that's yes. literally his resting face. Is just like yeah, just, he's like, very soft. Yeah, he has these huge eyes. This is how mm-hmm. they differentiate them visually. Jackie likes these big open eyes, and Jackie Dark looks the same, but he's got like wrinkles under his eyes. Yeah, like he's one got, of like, them looks... got like dark marks under his eyes. Like when yeah. you choose all the dark options uh, in a Mass Effect or a Star Wars game, <laughs> and like your skin starts to like get red. I can't remember. I know it's, uh, those choices do make things happen to your, your parents, but I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the closer to the Sith you get, the more sallow your skin becomes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Jackie Light, he cries when he steps on a bug, and and Uncle's trying to explain, like, you were split into yin and yang, good and bad, dark and light. And then Jackie Light's like, I have to be the dark side. I murdered a bug! <laughs> Meanwhile, the uh, Jade is angry at evil Jackie, for eating her New Year's Eve uh, or, or Chinese New Year candy. Mm-hmm. He uh, eats the candy and aggressively belches at her. Yeah, he's ruthless. He's, <laughs> a, he's a mean young man. And Uncle tells him, look, all you have to do is like click the two parts of the talisman back together and then you'll reunite into one whole Jackie. And both sides of the Jackie are like, no, I don't want him part of me. Yeah. Well, Jackie Lyon is just like, I don't want to join with him. He's a bad boy. <laughs> Jackie Dark's like, what am I going to do with this wuss? I'm on my own. Bye. And he just leaves. Yeah. I think before he leaves, I think the, the mooks show up. Mm. Uh, or or the Shadow Con or someone. I I think it might be a mixture. Oh, you know what? Uh, oh, it's it, it's it, uh, it's all the henchmen. All the henchmen walk up in a horizontal line. Yeah, like it's Red Rover. Uh, <laughs> Val- Valmont's like, this is your last straw. Take all the henchmen we have on staff. So it's it's the boys and then like a bunch of like villager C uh, like uh, henchmen. Mm. And he walk up. And Jackie Evil uh, has this line. I think I wrote it down. Uh, Jade's like, what do we do for all these henchmen? And he looks at her and he says, laugh like circus clowns while they scream for mercy. (laughs) Full dark. Very sinister. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Jackie Light is trying to take Jade away. because He's like, this is no place for children. And when he runs into the henchmen, he's like, fighting isn't nice. Yeah, yeah, I really like uh, Soft Jackie in this. I would watch a yeah. show all about him. <laughs> only Soft Jackies. Yeah, only Soft Jackies, no edges. <laughs> Follow for more Soft Jackies. <laughs> uh, so Evil Jackie fights all these henchmen. At one point, steals Chow's glasses and leather yeah. jacket look. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like being really mean to the boys, and they're like, "Hey, 
You're usually, <laughs> I know you have to kick our asses, but this is too far. Yeah, yeah, you fight too fair. You know, you don't take our stuff. Yeah, and at one point, I think there's like a car chase. Yeah, or there's like a fish truck. Uh, yeah, it yeah, has a big fish on it, and mm-hmm. they uh, Jackie lands on top of the truck and like opens the doors to stop the car that all the all the boys are inside. Mm. And just loose fish just come out of this fish truck because that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. There's just loose fish and ice and they'll just spill right out of there if you open the doors wrong. Yeah. When they load up trucks, they just turn them on their side and just fill (laughs) them up and close it. Like a box. (laughs) All right. You're good good to go. Drive to the pier. Take take those fish home. (laughs) And so, yeah. So... The fight ends up with eventually Evil Jackie getting caught uh, and pulled to a interrogation room uh, at the Dark Hand uh, corporate office. And <laughs> he's sitting there in like the, the, the chair still with Chow sunglasses on. Uh, and he's just Finn like... Is, Finn is there threatening him with some sort of laser baton? Yeah, they have these like little like electric swords... Kind of like what you would get at Walgreens to like oh. play with as a child. Oh, okay. Oh, this is like the um, yeah. You'd get this at like Six Flags after it got dark. Exactly, but it's a real thing. Yeah, but it's real and it's for criminals. Exactly. Uh, so at one point, it's admitted that he's like, I don't care what you do. I'm evil, bad boy man. Uh, yeah, you can do what you want. Uh. And then when they realize that, they come back into the room and Chow and Finn are just like laughing with evil Jackie about how much they kicked his asses earlier (laughs) and just telling stories and they're bonding and it's really sweet. It is. Uh, And Valmont's like, I have a job for you if you really don't care. Why don't you go into section 13 and steal all the talismans for us? Mm. Uh, Cut to uh, soft Jackie uh, taking Jade, I think, to section 13 but he won't go down there for some reason i think he doesn't oh, like ele- yeah. he doesn't no, like elevators uh, uh the no it's jade's idea because they have to convince uh augustus black to like save the you know, dark jackie so that they can reunite the both of them but she can't tell them that there's two jackies so she's like you have to stay up here because he won't believe uh, we have to save you if you're right there yeah he has to right. believe there is one jackie who is in trouble yeah uh, so she's down there, and at first she's talking to uh, Captain Black, and he's like, "Oh no, Jackie's in trouble!" And he like stands up, and then Evil Jackie walks by, and he looks at her and like sits back down, like, "Oh, you almost got me." And I really <laughs> like the Jade can just command this militarized operation. <laughs> she's like, in charge. My uncle's in trouble. We got to go get him. Like, you got it, twelve year old. Uncle in you. trouble. This is one of our core tenets. Honestly, it is. Uh, <laughs> he's more of a man than that entire military. <laughs> so Evil Jackie steals all the all the talismans from where they keep them and goes up the elevator and we get a run in with the two with uh the two Jackies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is the line where he just says to him, like, You're stealing. You're a bad boy. <laughs> and Jade is a theory that uh, 
even within light jackie there's a spark of darkness and even within dark jackie there's a spark of lightness and so that gives them enough similarities that they can work with each other to get all the talismans back and then you know, reunite the tiger talisman and become one Jackie again. So basically this premise is that it is a ever diminishing fractal of yin and yang. We were, <laughs> okay. we were split into your two pure sides, but neither of them are pure. They can also be split into two pure sides. Yeah. Forever and ever. <laughs> yeah. Until you have a Jackie who's like a foot tall. I presume they also get smaller. No, they get larger. That's how he's 10 <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> The, ja- the Jackie we know now in real life is so pure and wholesome that he's definitely the 32nd clone of himself. <laughs> it's like the opposite of copying a VHS tape over and over again. It becomes it, it, greater in essence. Yeah, it gets better and better. Also, uh, I meant to mention this in episode one. Uh, they had to make a Jackie Chan that's bad with kids because there's no way that real life Jackie Chan is not amazing with children. <laughs> I would like to think so. Yeah. I mean, he must be. I I remember writing a like a blurb in like third grade about your hero and I'm like, I don't know, Jackie Chan? Good like, choice. Yeah. He my hero. I don't know. <laughs> so, they convince uh everyone to go and and uh get the talismans. Essentially, like big fight uh there's a, a word on the radio like the chans are in the building uh, <laughs> and there's a big fight in the office and it ends with uh shindu getting all the all 12 talismans and becoming whole yeah uh, yeah is, he, you know, he he becomes good, a f- good for him yeah <laughs> i want to point out that there's that big statue of shindu like uh it's on the wall it's a wall hanging it's not a freestanding statue and there's like little notches in him where you put the talismans and some of them are so high up there that like valmont would have to get a ladder to like plug them in which he must have to do you know when toru's not around he gets out the ladder uh jade is shocked to find out that the secret force behind the bad guys has been a statue the whole time she's like i can't believe you work for a statue (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then when Shindu is no longer a statue and he breaks free and he's a real dragon, he screams, I live! <laughs> uh, but not for very long. Uh, we This episode ends before the season finale. Mm. Uh, spoilers, good, guy, good guys win. Uh, oh, okay, good. Yeah, I think the stat, like, I don't remember exactly how they do it. The reason that Shindu had Velmont under his thumb is because he promised him vast riches, which he did yeah. give. But as soon as uh, Shindu was defeated, the riches vanished away. Uh, oh, no. Like oh, no. Uh, and as we're getting into season two, episode two, uh, in between that, what happens is the bad guys get all the talismans because when Shindu dies, well, there's still a lot of talismans for all for them to have. Yeah. Uh, and Shindu tries to possess Jackie Chan to free <laughs> his seven uh, demon brothers and sisters that are locked in another dimension. Mm. Uh, that's why he needed to be all powerful again so he could go rescue them. Yeah. Uh, I want to stop he- real briefly and say that later in this episode, they mention all of these other dragon siblings and how each of them has an element. And I want to read you the list of elements fire, sky. Moon, thunder, earth, mountain, wind, and water. 
Yes. All of them. <laughs> you know those basic principal elements that we all know, both Earth and Mountain separately? Yeah. And and Shindu, heart. <laughs> By your powers combined, I have Captain Dragon. <laughs> so the the new chaseable in season two uh, is the Panku box, which yeah. are these little uh, trigram like hex. Uh, oh, I got I got to remember shapes again. Four sides. <laughs> There's too many shapes. Too many shapes. Just I have orbs. Is... Just make everything an orb. Four sides. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's ten sided. Okay, it's ten sided. Okay. Uh, it's it's kind of like an eight sided die, but it has like caps. Uh, Already. And they have to twist them like Rubik's cubes to get them to open. And mm-hmm. when they open, they open a portal to one of Shindu's siblings. Uh, uh, but Shindu tries to possess uh, Jackie Chan so he can have a better time of finding the Panku boxes, and instead. His soul goes into uh, can't remember his name, Valmont. Into Valmont's body, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're and they're stuck together like an old married couple for the whole season. <laughs> yeah, so, so Valmont previously had his uh, dragon boss yelling at him from a wall hanging. Now the dragon boss is inside him and moves his body around, and he can only <laughs> become his full self again briefly to yell at him to try and get him to stop and then Chandu's like no 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 uh this is my body we're gonna keep going i'm gonna take you to a fight yeah it's honestly it's a fun a fun combination yeah between them there's some there's some good some good magic in the season i think there's an Mm -hmm. episode where valmont has been able to like put uh shindu to sleep uh in a way and just is like going to the bad guys or the good guys, like, please get him out of here. Out of here. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Take never whatever you want. To this. Remove this dragon from my body. <laughs> oh no! Just watch watch the show. It's so good. All the episodes are so good. Mm-hmm. So season two, episode two. Oh, I wrote in my notes a blurb, which I just finished. Uh, uh, oh, also we have Hawk Fu uh, oh, at yeah. this point, who's a Dragon Ball Z. He's he's just a real life Street Fighter character. Oh, okay. He he has this big blue unitard, big yes. red spiky hair. Very uh, Goku. Voiced by John DiMaggio, and his whole gimmick is that every little fighting move or thing he does. <laughs> has a name and he oh. shouts it as he does it oh he's rumble mcskirmish oh he is rumble mcskirmish <laughs> half a taco <laughs> this is as still as i can stay <laughs> oh i can't wait till we get to gravity falls that's a saturday morning giant mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah he's there's a scene later in the episode where he wakes up and he yells when he wakes up. He's, he's like, uh, G- Gentle Crow wakes up for dawn. <laughs> and that's just what he yells when he wakes up. Every day. Every day. Uh, uh, but yeah, he, he's a very fun character. And he does mm-hmm. get a little more uh, comedic towards the end of his, his tenure on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we the show opens. We get a, se- a season two version of the intro, and we open on a uh, I can't remember words today or shapes. Oh, it's 
Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, well, it's, I think it's Ambush. Jackie. Yeah, it's Jackie and uh, Augustus Black on a roof. And then they get beset upon by the Shadow Con. And then Augustus Black, a confident fella, says, I'll take the guy in the ninja suit. And they're, <laughs> they're going <laughs> to, Jackie's like, okay. <laughs> and, then they, and they're getting ready for this big fight. But then Uncle dispels all the ninjas with a chi spell. Yeah, Uncle, Toru, and Jade all show up. Mm. This is kind of the beginning of uh, Toru helping Uncle with magic mm. and becoming his understudy. Uh, <laughs> and and Jade like learning magic. There's a lot more magic in this season. Yeah, in this episode, later we see Black trying to figure out a chi spell. Yeah, yeah. at the beginning of this, of this season, he r- finds out that Shindu was a dragon, a real-life dragon all along. Uh, and he's like well i guess magic's real how does any of this work you have to tell me i'm a military man (laughs) yeah so they uh they rescue uh the black and jackie they take them back to the antique store and apparently we hmm. also we also get the another famous line the incantation words that uh uncle uses for every spell uh which is just the the magic clapper for any activation spell <laughs> turns everything on. It does. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. I didn't want to let you uh, go fight. No, out. no, we should mention that. We got to mention all of the catchphrases. And I think now we've hit them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, he takes them back to the antique store and like, he's got this huge library of books and he's like, Shin, uh, Shin, do I keep wanting to call him Shinron. That's yeah, the I other did, dragon. Yeah. So Shin do trash the place I can tell you took one book, but I don't know which book it is. And whatever is in that book is the key to finding out what it is he's looking for. Yes. Then we have a scene back at section 13 where Augustus Black is on the phone with whoever his military superiors are. And we just see his side of the conversation. He's like, yep. Uh, yes, sir. The dragon. Uh, correct. The one with the magical talismans. Yes, sir. You see him on this phone call and he hangs up and he turns to Jack and he's like, all of our workers has been reassigned to section 12. Uh, (laughs) They think I'm nuts. Yeah. So like, I think for the rest of the season, like Jackie just uses his frequent flyer miles instead of having (laughs) section 13, uh, like foot the bill on all of his worldwide trips. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he gets home, he gets home and gets ready to pack. Because section section thirteen, that's that's the one with saxophones. Uh, section thirteen can't go and fight uh, Shinron, so Jackie has to now. Uh, yeah. So he's at home, and Jade's arguing with him like, "You can't go, not without backup. You have to take me. Uh, I'm the I'm the best backup you have. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll call more people." And Jackie is like fervently like, "No." I will do this alone. I'll handle it. We don't have to get anyone else involved. Mm. Like, don't don't talk to anyone. We'll be fine. Uh, I'll go. Uh, and then the next day, uh, a bunch of friends from season one show up. Yes. Wow. Yes. We have El Toro, who is a, a Lucha Libre fighter. And he's got this little boy who follows around, him around named Paco. And this is something I remembered very specifically from the show, is that each of them think that their guy is the best. And there's yeah. these back and forth arguments that go, who is the strongest? Jackie, El Toro. Jackie, El Toro. Jackie, El Toro. Yeah. For uh, the- as long as possible until an adult stops them. Yeah, there's a lot of that in that show. And it's it's very good. Yeah, This show is like... 
15% back and forth arguments like that. Yeah. It happens uh, often. So yeah, Paco is El Toro's biggest fan yeah. slash ward slash, best, <laughs> slash like foster son. Yeah, it's like, it's mysterious but sweet. Yeah, it is it's very sweet. Like I think Paco wasn't invited and just like came along too. Like, well, I have to go with my dad. My, yeah, my lucha yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah, he's got this uh, similar uh, jade ability to just get anywhere he wants. Yeah. Uh, and we also are reintroduced to Viper. Uh, we meet Viper in the Snake Talisman episode, uh, which allowed invisibility. Uh, Viper is uh, now an ex, like world class thief, but she was kind of like a uh, a Carmen San Diego. Yeah, uh, I didn't remember Viper at learning. first, but once she was introduced, I'm like, right, there was a pretty spy lady. Yeah, uh, and she's just kind of like very sneaky, 100% stealth lady. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. And of course, Jackie and Uncle and Toru don't expect them. They yeah. don't know they're coming. And as soon as El Toro comes in the building, uh, Uncle turns on and is like, ah, a thief. And like, <laughs> starts uh, getting... Yeah, because he's, uh, he's wearing a mask. Yeah, he's he wearing a mask. He must be a thief. He must be a burglar. Uh, and El Toro looks at Toru and is like, oh, Toru, we fought before. I'm going to kill you now. Uh, <laughs> and just starts fighting uh, like two bulls in Uncle's China shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Viper shows up and... <laughs> Jackie's like, no, no thieves in here. And Uncle's like, what are you talking about? He's the thief. She must be a customer. And Jackie's like, no, this is backwards. She's not wearing a mask, so she's innocent. Exactly. Uncle is very, has very specific rules of how he understands people. (laughs) Yeah, and so Jade has brought together what she calls the J-Team, the Chan Clan, the Chantastic Five. She's absolutely considering herself a part of the team. I'm not exactly sure what tactical abilities she believes she has, but as it has been proven, she can get herself in anywhere she wants to be. She has tremendous uh, unknown capabilities to just make things happen around her using this chaos magic she possesses. She's, she's got something called gumption. <laughs> she's got moxie, she's and there's no moxie. talisman for that. No. That's just inherent. Uh, so Jackie's like, uh, I told you not to invite anyone. Uh, like, how dare you make them use their frequent flyer miles? <laughs> just just me. And so he's like, him and Uncle go. Uncle tells Toru to watch the shop and watch Jade and tells them to get out. Uh, and so we, we cut to the plane where Toru's like, I don't know if this is what Uncle meant. Uh, and Jade's like, no, this is perfect. He told you to watch me. Uh, and I'm here, you know, on the plane. So here you are. It makes sense. And then, yeah. like, Paco pops up and he's like, and he told us to leave. So here we are. Uh, we left. We're going to leave all the way to Tibet. Yeah. And they leave Augustus Black in charge of the shop. Uh, and he just cuts to him. And he's just, like, reading a book. Like, what does any of this mean? What is a cheese spell? How do I do it? Yeah. How do I summon cheese? <laughs> I the government now thinks so little of Augustus Black that he's like, yeah, I can just leave my secret or a government organization for the day to watch an antique store. That is the best use of my time and capabilities. They well, won't he, miss he me. Did, 
pretty much lose his job. So yeah, well he he it's lost like, his respect, so he's taking yeah. He's like uh, a mental I'll just, vacay. I'll just work here. Uh, do you need another <laughs> assistant? It's me, your other son. Exactly, I'm your new son, Augustus Black Chan. <laughs> I love Augustus Black. He's uh he, he's bald, so he reminds me of Walter Skinner. Yeah, he's he's got a cool trench coat. He's Clancy Brown. Yeah, he's great. Mm. Uh, so but when we get to Tibet, uh, Jackie, hijinks. yeah, yes, Jackie needs a place to stay before they go up to the mountain and find the the artifact that Shindu is looking for. I didn't say Shinron, but I thought that I did. You you, you did. I, I said Shindu, which is correct. I'm gonna be second guessing myself all night. He's the dragon. He's the the dragon who stole Valmont's life. <laughs> and he's gonna go up to this mountain and get an artifact. So Jackie stays at this little inn, but the henchmen are also there, and he's like trying to like duck behind doors to make sure they don't see him. And it's just the sweet moment of just seeing the henchmen live their lives. Like they're getting ready for bed and Ratso and Finn say goodnight to each other. Then everybody climbs into bed in their clothes. Uh, and Ratso has a, a teddy bear as mentioned in his Wikipedia profile and he's a pile of talismans and he kisses the talismans goodnight yeah he's a very <laughs> sweet boy and I love he him is. dearly if it, like Jackie I, I forget if he's accidentally revealed or if he chooses to ambush them but uh, like the he, henchmen what, what happens is he grabs Chow's pants and starts oh. using it as a bag to put the talismans in <laughs> uh, but then Viper shows up and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, what are you doing? I'm the thief. Uh, and they start trying to pull, pull tug of war on the bag. And it mm. lands on Hawk Fu. And then he gets his wake up line. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then all hell breaks loose. The walls yeah. on this hotel are just like paper thin. Yeah. As Hawk Fu and Toru go at it. Uh, you know, the boys ha all have uh, talismans now. So they're yeah. flo floating around using there's different combinations powers. of powers. Yeah, you know, like there's Ratso and he's fast and invisible. Chow is missing his pants and his shoes, but it looks normal from the waist up. Uh, <laughs> That's not a talisman the, power. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no pantsless talisman and there should not be. <laughs> the, the other ones, like I said, they just climbed into bed in their clothes and shoes. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a normal Chow, fight for Chow's them. Like, you guys are crazy. I'll take my pants off. I'll sleep in my sunglasses, though. <laughs> That's normal. He can't take them off. They're like an eye mask. <laughs> they're, they're nocturnal glasses. <laughs> Good for all hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so they're, uh, they get into all these fights using their talisman powers. They'll, like, uh, grab talismans from each other. You know, they pass them around. They trade. Uh, Jade and Paco are somewhere having an argument. <laughs> They're like arguing the same old thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jackie's beating him up. No, Toro's beating him up. Mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, honestly, it's a very fun fight, and I had a lot of fun watching it. It uh, is. Toru defeats Hak Fu by him being like, "I don't, I didn't catch that last one." And Hak Fu's like, "Huh, it was this, 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 this," and then he gets like decked. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I really like Hakfu in this. Um, <laughs> uh, but then uh, they like, where was it? Oh no, they're still they still have to go to the temple. 
Yeah, where uh, Shindu's trying to get um, a, a, a the, magic the box. box. Panku box, yeah. Yeah, the pancake box. <laughs> the panko breaded box. So, yeah, I think the bad guys, like, win and, like, get away. And the the adults are all arguing. Yes. And Uncle, Uncle and Toru are going back and forth. Uh, or not Toru, Uncle and, and uh, El Toro are going back and forth like el toro's like we have to go get the talismans and uncle's like talismans are not important uh, <laughs> and they go back and forth just like uh paco and jade like talismans are important talismans are not important talismans are important talismans are not important and meanwhile while everyone's bickering uh jade and paco are like well we're the most smart people here it falls to us yeah it falls to us uh, so they sneakily follow the bad guys, and of course they get caught. And then uh, another big fight happens. And this, except this time, they find the Panku box, but Shendu can't touch it because uh, it is good magic, and he's bad magic. Yeah, he has to like so, wrap his hands in a tapestry to touch it. Yeah, but he, there's like a lot of back and forth of like the fight happening, and him being like, if I hit it with this pole, if I get this <laughs> second box and put it on there. Uh, and I th- I think they get away with the Panku box. I can't remember from here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wrote down no. Um, t- the J team gets the talismans back because there's this scene That's where like I think Shindu thinks he has them, but he turns around and like they've got them all like they're flashing them in between their fingers, and the talismans like shine for effect, whereas before they appeared matte and not glossy, no, uh, which brought. Which bothered me a lot that these have this mat. Well, I guess if they're a magic object, like they can sense when they are being looked at, and maybe they shine to it, you know, in it behance <laughs> they, you. Yeah, they like to be looked at. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. I'll be shiny. <laughs> Matt is default, but they can apply shiny when needed. Yeah, and then we find <laughs> out about uh, all of Shindu's other dragon siblings who are now <laughs> unleashed upon the world. Uh, I wrote down Uncle screaming at people, which is all he does. He lives in his own little world by his own little rules and just screams to everyone on the outside. Yeah, he's he's over 100 years old. They don't understand. Yeah. They're not 100 years old. He's correct. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) J-Team for uh, temporarily disbands, and he's like, fine, we'll go our separate ways. Good luck finding the Panku boxes. And that's kind of like left unfinished for the next episode. Uh, yeah. And the episode and- ends back <laughs> at the shop. Augustus yeah. Black is still reading these magic books and he turns himself into a frog. He's like hopping uh, up on like one foot and like waving like something and like saying, you mogu go fight Isao. But not he turns, right. He, turns he doesn't into- say yeah. that exactly. He messes it up. Uh, <laughs> he messes up the Klaatu Barada Nick too. Uh, he yeah. turns himself into a frog. And then it just goes right to the Jackie Chan question section. Hey, Jackie. <laughs> hey, Jackie. You, you, Have you, you ever, ever been turned into a frog? Into a frog? <laughs> Jackie, what was it like when you turned into a frog that one time? <laughs> oh, I love to be a frog. I love to <laughs> jump high. <laughs> it would be like that. What was what was it like when you filmed uh, Drunken Master and you had to drink a lot? Oh, I, I love drink. I loved when I, they turned me into a frog. <laughs> I have some extra notes here because I meant to talk about this earlier. Yeah, yeah. The ending theme of this of the season one, uh, the ending theme is by a popular band. 
uh, Weedus, known for the song Teenage Dirtbag, does yeah. a song for the ending theme called Chance wow. the Man, which you can find. It's a full three-minute song if, you, if uh, you look it up. But it's actually just like them rewriting their lyrics for their song Punk Ass Bitch. Whoa! So if you look it up, you, these are just the same songs with different lyrics that were both released. Uh, and honestly, I think Chan the Man is the better song out of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll put that at the end. I don't know yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, a couple things. There was a rumor in 2017 of a new Jackie Chan Adventures show. Ooh. Uh, but <laughs> it was released as a CG kids show called All New Jackie Chan Adventures and it was just not related to Jackie Chan Adventures. It was just oh. its own show that was only aired in China, uh, I believe, and just has like a weird chibi Jackie, uh, like fighting these monsters. And it's it's like kind of like technology. I don't know. It's not in English, so I don't know if we'll watch it. But we can we can do it if if someone wants us to. I if the henchmen aren't in there, I I don't know. No, I don't think it's related at all to Jackie Chan. Why? Do you already have something that's very interesting? Jade? Oh, I want a continuation. What does adult Jade get up to? Honestly, I I think there is potential for the show to Mm -hmm. release like a new updated version. I don't know how I would feel if they changed the art style, though, because the art style is so quintessential for this show. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it is possible, but I would prefer if they kept the art style. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention that there was uh two there was video games released for this show. Oh yeah. Uh, a series of books and a comic miniseries in the UK. Ooh. Um I forgot to mention that at the top of the hour. But yeah. Uh that was Jackie Chan Adventures. At least three episodes worth. Yeah. I, I it made me feel excited about watching more episodes. I wanted I know there's one where they go back to the seventies and they see like young uncle uh there's one there's the one where valmont is turns into a 12 year old i forget how or why or what happens just that he was uh and of course whatever this nephew's episode is yeah we gotta find the nephew's episode uh i'll let you know if i can find that one because yeah mm-hmm. we just watched this on my account i'll have to buy that episode again this was this is not an obscurity this is a saturday morning giant mm-hmm. this this show rules if you can watch it, you should watch it, especially if you're a fan of Jackie Chan. If not, if you just like action movies, if you just like... Uh, <laughs> if, like you, if you're like good... me and you're a fan of henchmen, yeah, some of the best. Honestly, if you like Team Rocket, you might like Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> yeah! Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, all I have to say about that. Go watch Jackie Chan Adventures. Highly recommend... Uh, you're you're missing out if you're not watching this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mel. Any final thoughts? G- good. I love these villains. I love the villains more than I even remembered liking them when I was twelve years old. Yeah, they've definitely uh, come into their own. Yeah, there's such depths. You know, I employee of the month three times. Studied theoretical physics. There's so much yeah. to learn. Yeah, we have to figure out what, when that happened. It has to be an episode where they have to stop a bomb or something like that. And he's like, oh, I remember Using this from sunglasses. my sunglasses. Using sunglasses. We have to do something to the beat of a Bee Gees song. So Finn gets to help. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this was my pick was uh, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan Adventures. Normally, 
Mel, it would be your turn. Uh, but we have a guest uh, next episode. Yes. Uh, Tanner from Loser Like Me Pod, uh, from Adventures of the New Millennium. Uh, a lot of a lot of great podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, not if I reboot you first. Not if I reboot you first. Fantastic podcast person, Tanner, uh, will be on next uh, episode to talk about a Canadian show neither of us have heard of called Hose Hounds with Z's. Yeah, it is about uh, uh, Dalmatians who are a firefighting team. Yes. Uh, but they don't <laughs> fight any fires. They not, just get into wacky sci-fi misadventures. Yeah, not as far as we could find we could find in the episodes we watched. Yes. Uh, but look forward to that. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you would like to give us a five-star iTunes review, we would love that. It would help people find the show. Uh, if you send us a little screenshot of it, we'll read it on the show. Uh, if you would like to give us any recommendations for shows we could watch movies old kid shows or if you want to ask any questions or talk about guest appearances uh you can email us at saturdaymopod at gmail.com uh you can also tweet at us at saturdaymopod uh if you would like to find me on twitter i am at jams wilk mel i am on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and you can listen to my other podcasts, The Review Show and The Captain's Log on The Whatnots. It's our little podcast network. Uh, the Review Show is a weekly book club style media discussion about a movie, TV show, comic, audio drama, all kinds of stuff. And The Captain's Log is our general purpose nonsense chat show. It's superb. I'll be on uh, Captain's Log by the time this comes out a while yeah. ago, probably. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. You totally blew it. I told you to wait outside. Cool jacket. Get your mitts off it. Why are you being such a jerk? You're okay! Ooh, are you going fishing? Went talisman fishing. Oh, you're a bad boy. And you're ugly. (gasps) Now where's the other half of the tiger? Oh, that that tickles! Okay, Meanie, what are you- What I mean to you? Oh, I'm sorry. What are you doing down here? I told you to wait outside. The bad me stole the talismans. Most of them anyway. <laughs>